0: American Crisis in the Classroom, next on One Nation. I'm in Arizona getting ready to do a, a series on the border called American Crisis at the Border. But sadly, we have another crisis in America. I call it the American crisis in the classroom. I mean, the cultural Marxists, they had determined a long time ago, one substantial way to destroy the United States of America is not only in the culture, not only in the churches, but in the classrooms. And one of the big uh, significant influencers of what's happening in the classrooms and the curricula are our school boards. And unfortunately, a significant number of our school boards across the United States of America are controlled by leftist Democrats, wokocrats. One such hardcore lefty wokocrat is in Fairfax County, Virginia. <laughs> and believe it or not, she, uh, she she's equating Jima as being evil. What absolutely blows me away, this is a Fairfax County Democrat's bizarre rant about the Battle of Iwo Jima should be rebuked. Now if you go within this article, this member of the Fairfax County uh, School Board, in essence says that when our Marines, our brave Marines, at the Battle of Iwo Jima, I actually have uh, friends of mine, their father, fathers were at the at Battle of Iwo Jima. when three of those six men gave the ultimate sacrifice and they helped liberate Asia from Imperial Japan. That hardcore leftist member of the Fairfax County School Board says that it's evil. I'm telling you what, this is absolutely unconscionable to me, but it really describes the very nature of what's happening in education in America. Now, the, the lieutenant governor of Virginia, she used to be a Marine. She's a former Marine. I guess they say, once a Marine, always a Marine. Semper Fi, always faithful, always faithful to God, faithful to family, and faithful to, com- uh, to country. Well, the lieutenant governor, the great lieutenant governor of Virginia, her name is Winsome Sears, and she had something to say about what's happening in Virginia when it comes to this attack on the greatness, uh, the sacrifice of the Marines, the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, and others to liberate Asia, to liberate Europe from the National Socialists during World War II. My father was 17 years old when he went into the US Navy. He was a gunner. He was a radio man under PBY, Catalina. He went in at 17, and he came home at 20 years old. He gave a big chunk of his life, not the ultimate sacrifice, but many, many, many of my friend's fathers were in the war, too, and we were liberators. So I want you to hear what this great lieutenant governor from Virginia has to say about this stupid, insane statement by this member of the Fairfax uh, County School Board. Here goes. A Virginia school board already under fire for withholding prestigious academic awards from students is now facing another controversy after a board member claimed that a recent meeting that a decisive victory for the United States in World War II was, quote, unfortunate and evil. Let's bring in Virginia's Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears. She's with us this afternoon. So this board member is Abrar Omish. She was commenting on the battle for Iwo Jima in which 7,000 U.S. Marines died to take the island back from the Japanese. Here's what she said at that school board meeting. Listen here. Thing for us to certainly reflect on as we learn our history and, and, and think about it, uh, the days when, you know, Iwo Jima uh, unfortunately happened and, and set a record for really what uh, I hate to say, human evil is capable of, and so that's something just to remember. The Battle of Iwo Jima was a turning point in World War II that saved tens of thousands of U.S. service members' lives by getting it back from the Japanese. What do you say, Lieutenant Governor, about what she said? My heart is heavy uh, because we need leaders who bring people together. They don't divide. We need leaders who let the wounds, the scabs of the past heal so we're not at each other's throats. What she has said is nothing but division and it's dangerous. (laughs) It's dangerous. I mean, she is absolutely spot on. You see, I've been teaching American history crossing six different decades. The first time I ever stepped into a classroom was actually in Tempe, Arizona when I was a student at Arizona State. That was 1977. I have have taught the good, the bad, the ugly, and the glorious of the United States of America. And I think it is so important for us to understand that what's happening with these woke school board members is they have a hatred for the United States. They have a disdain for our republic under God. You know, it's not a coincidence that the, the symbol for one nation, If you see it here for the live audience, for the podcasters, we're showing a picture of one nation with me and in the background is the raising of the flag at Iwo Jima. So when these woke folk, when these critical race theorists, when these politically correct lefties say that America is a nation of oppression, that's a lie. And that's why we have chosen that symbol, the raising of the flag at Iwo Jima. And here's a school board member saying it's evil. Now the original picture, of Iwo Jima, that was uh, taken by uh, Joe Rosenthal. Uh, It would have been February of 1945. You had six Marines. And originally, the gentleman in the middle, we thought, was from my hometown of Appleton, Wisconsin, where Freedom Project uh, Media is located. And we thought the guy in the middle of that picture was John Bradley. We have a picture of John Bradley in Appleton, Wisconsin. Actually, uh, he's, he's pointing to the picture of, um, of the, uh, the raising of the flag. He actually, there's a picture of John Bradley in his US Navy outfit. So for years and years and years, we thought John Bradley was the Navy uh, medic that was in the picture. Long story short, come to find out that it wasn't him. All right. He was in the original picture taken, and then when the second picture was taken, they found out it was a Marine. It was all six Marines. Now, it's interesting because for years I have taught that the United States of America is a republic. It's an American republic. And this is important for us to recognize. I used to have a textbook called American Republic and take a guess what was on the cover of American Republic, the raising of the flag at Iwo Jima it is a symbol of our republic under god it is a symbol of the greatness and the goodness and the glory of the united states of america that we are a constitutional federal republic under god almighty and i think that is so important for us to recognize article 4 section 4 says that we have a re- we're to have a republican form of government in the united states but these wokocrats these democrats these leftists They are hell-bent on destroying our heavenly values of this great republic under God. Now, I think it's interesting that the great Hollywood actor, Clint Eastwood, he actually did a movie based upon the raising of the flag at Iwo Jima called Flags of Our Fathers. And in there, you had John Bradley from Appleton, Wisconsin, along with uh, people like, I'm here in the state of Arizona, only about an hour north of here, the famous submarine uh, Ira Hayes. And Ira Hayes, along with John Bradley and others, they airs Ira Hayes for the live audience, pointing to um, Iwo Jima and Ira Hayes himself was dedicated to the greatness of the United States of America. He was a great American. Sadly, he succumbed to uh, alcoholism in the mid 1950s. You know, when I think of that, uh, that raising of that flag, I think of the, the, the attack of the Japanese on, on Pearl Harbor on December 7th, 19, 1941. It was an amazing time in American history when the fascist imperialist Japanese attacked our nation. But I got to tell you what, people, I'll be back in the moment. So stay tuned for the rest of the story. Welcome back to One Nation People. So as I was saying, December 7th, 1941, Pearl Harbor gets attacked. Thousands of Americans are killed. And it's very interesting because on December 8th, 1941, an American by the name of Tatsuro Matsuda, he put up a sign in his grocery store, his family grocery business that said, I am an American. And he proudly was letting the United States, the people of the United States know that even though his ancestry was from Japan, he was a bona fide American citizen. Sadly, a few weeks later, actually a few months later, in February of uh, 1942, Franklin Delano Roosevelt put over 100,000 American citizens of Japanese ancestries into concentration camps. Some of them are right here in Arizona, some are in California, some are in Washington, Oregon, some are even in the great state of Wisconsin. And it's interesting because that, that school board member from the Fairfax County School Board of Virginia, she rightfully said it was horrible what the government did to those American citizens in 19, during World War II. But she very conveniently left out that it was a Democrat. It was Franklin Delano Roosevelt who did that, confiscated their property, put citizens, American citizens, into uh, concentration camps. And I, But I think it's something very important that I, I, I have in my office, I have in my classrooms, I even have in the book I wrote, Mother, Should I Trust the Government, where I put that picture of I am an American. Because what does it mean to be an American? It means to be free. It means to, to experience life and liberty and, and, and to be able to live freely from government coercion, government harm, government hurting in confiscation of our our liberties, our property. And here was the federal government putting this American citizen and thousands and thousands of Americans into concentration camps so there's no doubt that people like myself and, and many other historians like victor davis hansen and, and many others we do teach the bad and the ugly we do teach about systemic institutionalized democratic racism and slavery and the kkk and and the jim crow laws that the democrats created but good americans from both parties, Republicans, Democrats, and independents came together to break the back of institutionalized systemic racism that was perpetuated by the Democratic Party for years and years and years. So that's so important for us to recognize and understand. You know, speaking of another great American besides Tatsuro Matsuda, the American Japanese, was a gentleman by the name of Doris Miller. Now, in the movie Pearl Harbor, you see Doris Miller portrayed by Cuba Gooding Jr. At first, I think, not the first, maybe the first or second black American to win a, an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor from, uh, from show, I think it was maybe Show Me the Money, not Show Me the Money. Well, I forget the name of the film. It's with Tom Cruise. Um, but anyways... You see in the film Pearl Harbor, where Cuba Gooding Jr., who's portraying Doris Miller, this, this World War II hero, is picking up the flag of Arizona because the U.S. Arizona, the USS Arizona, had been sunk by the Japanese. And I bring this up because this Doris Miller was a great American. He didn't have this leftist, woke ideology that was poisonous. He loved the United States of America. He fought for the United States of America. He understood there were bad and ugly things and there was racism in America, at that time perpetuated primarily by the Democratic Party. But he is wonderfully shown as a hero shooting down Japanese Zero airplanes that were attacking the USS Arizona. So I think this is so, so important for us to recognize that if you walk through history of the United States, it is a complex history. It is a multi-layered history. It is a fascinating history. But for these leftists and these woke folk and these Democrats to somehow say that we are an oppressive, uh, evil, uh, horrible nation, to say that the raising of the flag at Iwo Jima is evil, in itself is evil. They are the perpetrators of an evil ideology, of an evil educational paradigm that is poisoning the minds of our children. We must remember that people like the great American, the great uh, black American by the name of Frederick Douglass, and by the way, you'll notice, I say American first a lot of times, American black, American Hispanic, American Japanese, because the emphasis should be on American, because being an American is to be free, is to be free from government harm and coercion. In 1776, liberty was defined, uh, classic liberalism was defined as freedom from government harm. And that is the idea that when our republic works, when our constitution is applied properly, then it lets us be free to pursue life and happiness away from government control. Sadly, unfortunately, the long march through the institutions is here. It was predicted by leftist Marxists like Antonio Gramsci and uh, Herbert Marcusa of 1960s fame, these neo-Marxists or Marxists or cultural Marxists, whatever you want to call them, Wokocrats. they said if we can get into the classroom, get into the hearts and the minds of the youth of America, We will wear down America. We will eventually tear down America. To quote Barack Obama, we will transform America, no longer making it the beautiful republic under God that it is, but we will make it a socialistic Marxist dystopia. Now, they would say utopia, but in reality, it's a dystopia that destroys life and liberty. And this is why One Nation and Dr. Jake Jacobs this is why I'm dedicated to getting the word out there, shouting from the rooftops, that we need to be aware of the educational institutions that are poisoning in our children and fulfilling the words of the Marxist Vladimir Lenin, you give me the child for five years and that child will be mine forever, a Bolshevik forever, a Marxist forever, a big government lover forever. Now, some of the institutions or some of the projects that are poisoning our children is the classic 1619 project, by the way, the classic 1619 project. Now, it's interesting because um, it, it not only is in book form, but they've now translated this project into curricula used in schools all across the United States of America. It's even on Hulu. It's even endorsed by Oprah. And major historians across this country, like Victor Davis Hansen wrote the book uh, The Dying Citizens. Absolute brilliant historian out of Stanford works for Hillsdale College. Many historians like himself or even more liberal historians from Yale and Harvard have said that the 1619 project is deplorable, horrible history. It's twisted history. It's inverted, perverted history. And we're seeing that this this stuff is becoming commonplace in American schools, colleges, high schools, middle schools, and even um, simplified so it can be used in elementary schools. There are other projects uh, that have been around quite a while. There's the Zinn education project. It declares teaching people's history, coordinated by rethinking schools and teaching for change. Well, Howard Zinn, who's passed away in 2009, Howard Zinn is a self-proclaimed, he was a self-proclaimed Marxist. He was a hardcore leftist. And, and he, his books, The um, People's History of the United States, So literally millions and millions of copies, and and it was every time I would go to a social studies convention in Madison, Wisconsin, I started going, when I moved from Arizona to Wisconsin in 1988, I started going to those conventions. About the time uh, Derek Bell, the mentor of Barack Obama, was introducing critical race theory, well, uh, when I was in these conferences in Madison, they were pushing Howard Zinn stuff. Howard Zinn's politically correct stuff, Howard Zinn's America is evil, oppressive nation stuff. And then before you, and, and I was telling them, I was saying, do you not know that Zinn is a Marxist? He believes that America is primarily bad and ugly. You know, there's an, another, you know, it's interesting because I, I wrote the book Mob Rule, Unmasking the Radical Leftists at Our Doorstep in this uh, 2020. And I expose 1619 Project, and I expose uh, the attack on, on, on the defunding the police movement. I also expose Black Lives Matter Marxist. The leadership is Marxist. And they have developed a curriculum called Black Lives Matter at School. And this curriculum, like the 1619 Project, like the Zinn Education Project, is neo-Marxist, is cultural Marxism, is America is bad and ugly, America is evil and oppressive. It ignores the good, the glorious of the United States of America. It ignores what Frederick Douglass and and Martin Luther King uh, uh, when they talk about the magnificence of the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution of the United States of America. They downplay it or they ignore it. They're very uncomfortable with the fact that the Declaration of Independence says that our life and our liberty comes from God Almighty. In fact, our Creator in the Declaration is called, in the last paragraph, Supreme Judge of the World. The Leftocrats, the Wokocrats, the Democrats, they don't like that because it acknowledges that God is the source of our life, of our liberty. To quote the founders of the United States of America, John Adams, Patrick Henry, George Mason, James Madison, Thomas Jefferson. But the Wokocrats, the leftists of today, they believe that government has become God, taking the place of God Almighty. They believe that government-run schools have become the parents to mold and shape the minds of the youth of America. And sadly, sadly sadly they're winning these government union public union schools public schools from fairfax virginia all the way to san francisco california seattle portland madison wisconsin chicago illinois they not only want our children they have our children That's why I, along with Alex Newman and Dr. Duke Pesta, have been saying now is the time for a mass exodus out of the government run woke woke schools. Because they're taking our children, poisoning our children. With all this wokeism, anything goesism, America is evilism. Enough already. You know, there there are other schools out there. There are great schools. I know I have a bias, right? But Freedom Project Academy is one of the best private schools in the United States that teaches from a classic Judeo-Christian perspective. And it's not going to be affected by political correctness, wokeism, critical race theory, and all the claptrap balderdash that's being shoved down the throats of the youth of America. There are many fine schools like Freedom Project Academy. So I would really strongly suggest that you check into that if you're concerned about the education of your children. So as I get ready to wrap this up today, I just took a trip with my wife from Wisconsin to Arizona. Um, as I said in the beginning of the show, I'm down here to do a series called um, American Crisis at the Border. And by the way, if you want to see more of that, you can go to jakejacobshow.com. That's jakejacobshow.com, where I'll have a four-part series dealing with the horrible, disastrous policy by Joe Biden and uh, Mayorkas. So, the, yeah the State Department, what's going on down here in the border. I'll be there interviewing Arizona Sheriff Mark Lamb, Arizona rancher Jim Chilton, be dealing with talking to Arizona uh, border recon people, I was there last year, I'll be there again, because I'm really concerned about the sex trafficking and the pervasive uh, drug trafficking of uh, Chinese precursors uh, that the cartel is using and it's exploding through the, the, uh, the Coyote Corridor through Pinal County up into Green Bay, Wisconsin, Buffalo, New York. But that's another series for another time. But here's my final thoughts as I traveled from Wisconsin down to Arizona. I went through Wisconsin, uh, Des Mo- uh, Dubuque, Des Moines, all throughout Iowa. And I saw just beautiful rolling hills. And then we came into Missouri through Kansas City. Yeah, I know they just won the Super Bowl. Go Packers. And then uh, we went into Wichita, Kansas. It makes me think of Glen Campbell and that beautiful song, Wichita alignment. And then we took 54 West. We saw literally hundreds and hundreds thousands of cattle and, and, and the, the, the great plains the beautiful great plains and we saw I saw American flags flying everywhere. I did see in the rural areas in my 2000 almost 2,000 mile travel well about 1800 1850 miles. I saw American flags everywhere I saw Trump signs everywhere I saw make America signs uh, great again signs everywhere and then I saw, literally the union pacific engine and it it made me think of america the engines and i saw so many of them It, it had a beautiful waving american flag and underneath the union pacific logo it said building america building america and in that engine, I saw the strength of America, the prosperity of America, the flourishing of America, the energy of America, the power of America. The, the, to quote Frederick Douglass and Martin Luther King, the magnificent, magnificence of America. That's what I saw. And it's interesting because as I went through some of the major cities and we got into the more you know, urban centers, I saw less and less and less of a love of America, and then it struck me. Who controls most of the major cities of the United States of America? The power is within the Democratic Party, the DNC. The crime in American cities has exploded. And by the way, one of the reasons the crime in American cities has exploded because of the border situation with drugs exploding into the country, in Chicago and Philadelphia in Washington DC, Green Bay, Wisconsin. But as I was driving, my heart was heavy because I thought to myself, what's happening to my country? We need to make America great again, build America great again. We need to be able to be bold, to take action, to stop this madness of a Fairfax County school board that says the raising of the flag at Iwo Jima is evil. It's not. What they're teaching our kids is evil and it must stop. So my fellow Americans, until we meet again, my fellow liberty-loving Americans, until we meet again, be bold, take action, and happy trails to you.